Matthew the sixth chapter, verses 19 to 33, the New Living Translation. Don't store up treasures here on earth, where moths eat them and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet, Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So, don't worry about these things, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kings do come for you. Good morning. So this morning, I want to set the tone for the year. Now, I know that the year has started already. And I know that some of you have gotten into the whole hustle and bustle thing. Some of you have gotten into running like you're on a treadmill going nowhere. But let me tell you something. One of the most important things you can do for yourself this year is to set your priorities right. You need to set your priorities right. If you're taking notes, this would be a good time to write that in capital letters in your journal. Set your priorities right. Don't focus only on making money this year. Make sure you keep your eyes on God this year. The way to get all the things you want from God is to keep your eyes on Him. Listen, if you have his heart, you will have his hand. Too many people waste their time trying to seek the hand of God when they haven't sought his heart. People are chasing the goodies rather than the goodness of God. And the truth is, once you connect with the goodness of God, the goodies will definitely come. And because you know that the goodies came from the goodness of God, the goodies cannot control you. Only God can. 
And so today's scripture that I've read to you this morning, I said a lot of things, but I want to bring a few of those things to light. First of all, it says, let your focus not be in storing up treasures here on earth where things can get to them. Moth can eat them. Rust can destroy them. Inflation can literally wipe it out. He's saying even thieves can steal them. So why are you running around for something that you can lose? Instead, God is saying, store your treasures in heaven. Let your focus be on the things that you're willing to do for God because only the things you do for God will count in the end. So this year, look at this year as a build up to eternity. The things you're doing today are adding up for your journey to eternity. The things you're doing this year are stepping stones to the reward that you will get on the other side of glory. So this morning, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, what is Matthew going on and on about? Why is he discouraging us from focusing so much on running and getting things when we live in this world? How are we supposed to eat? How are we supposed to get clothes? How are we supposed to take care of ourselves? And he says to us, the only reason why you're thinking that way is because you're not looking. You're not really looking. He says, look around you. Can you not see the birds? They never have to plant or harvest or store food. Your heavenly father feeds them. So he's saying, first of all, you're more valuable than these birds. So why do you think that if God puts so much effort into taking care of birds and feeding them, people who haven't even invested anything, they don't do anything, they just wake up and open their mouths and the Lord feeds them. He says, stop worrying about your life. The reason why you're hustling so much is because you're worried about your life. This year, let your eyes be on God. He says even the clothes that you're running after, the designer labels, you're making so much, spend so much just to look good. It says even the lilies of the field. Have you seen how they grow? The interesting thing is that they grow. And this morning, I just thought about the fact that really the scripture says that they grow and then they are thrown into the fire tomorrow. And yet God pays attention to the detail on each leaf, to the color the leaves don't have to, all the leaves in the world are not the same color. They're different shades of green. Each leaf has its own vein design and it's just the flowers, the petals, they're formed different, all for them to be thrown into the fire. And God is putting so much attention and intentionality to that. And then the Bible asks, aren't you far more valuable if he cares for the lilies certainly this God will care for you. So now the real issue is, Matthew asks us, why do you have so little faith? Now I need to draw your attention to the fact that it was Jesus speaking here, even though it was Matthew who recorded it. So in actual fact, Jesus is asking, why do you have so little faith? He says, stop worrying. This year is not a year to worry. This year is a year to trust. Don't worry about things. Don't worry about what you will eat. Don't worry about what you will wear. Interestingly, worrying will change nothing. 
These are the things that dominate the minds and the thoughts of unbelievers. But your Father in heaven already knows that you need these things. So he says the most important thing which I want to draw your attention to. This is how to set your tone for the year. He says, seek the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And live righteously. And he says he will give you everything you need. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Two things. So you can seek the kingdom of God, but if it's not above all else, you don't get everything you need. Hmm. And then you can seek the kingdom of God above all else and refuse to live righteously. You don't get everything you need. I know we don't like to hear these kind of things. Like people like to hear, oh, this is your year to flourish. This is your year to bloom. This is your year to thrive. This is your year of divine upliftment. This is your year of greater things. This is your year of enlargement on every side. This is your year of the Lord. I know we like to hear those things, but there's instruction that we must pay attention to. He says, seek the kingdom of God above all else. That must be your sole priority above all else it must be your sole priority everything else is secondary now it doesn't say seek your church it says seek the kingdom of god so our responsibility is to the kingdom of god first then to our local assembly second whatever we need to do to advance the kingdom of god Whatever we need to give to advance the kingdom of God, ideas, your passion, your prayer, your intellect, your time, whatever you need to give to push this kingdom where people focus on God rather than their own personal agendas. He says, put that first. Put that first. And then he says, you need to live righteously. I know that in this generation, a lot of times we just focus on what God has done. Oh, Jesus has done it for me. Jesus has done it all. Jesus has paid the price. And I totally agree that there's nothing you can do to make you more righteous. However, there's a difference between the gift of righteousness and living righteously. Now, Matthew 6, 33, the Amplified Bible, the classic edition, explains this further. It says, but seek, aim at, and strive after first, not second, not third, first, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. Then all these things taken together will be given to you besides. So the scripture is saying that the way you need to live is to constantly put at the back of your mind God's way of doing and being right, not the world's way. So in other words, you can't be conformed to this world. If God says no sex before marriage, 
you need to live righteously by not having sex before marriage. If God says be kind to people, you need to be righteous enough to be kind to people. If God says be generous because the liberal soul shall be made fat, then you need to be conscious of that. That's his way of doing and being right. The world's way is that if you hoard, if you save, then you will have more. God says if you give away, then you will have more. That doesn't make any sense. But he says if you choose his way of doing and being right over the way that you're used to, over the world's way, over the systems of this world, the wisdom that you have, the natural wisdom, if you choose his way of doing and being right, he says then, only then, with all these things be taken together and be given to you besides. Listen to me. This year, make it your priority to seek the kingdom of God above all else and to live righteously. And I guarantee you that he will give you everything that you need. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred King Sukumpo.